June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes, like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call this Deep Sales, and we've built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com trial. That is linkedin.com slash trial for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash trial and get started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Branded at the prom. Marked with a Sharpie for not being vaccinated. Then, is class warfare behind the epidemic of violence on planes? First class versus coach. And the pilot's extraordinary plea for help. We'd like all strong males to the front of the airport to handle the passenger. And Oasis No More. Chaos at the historic city park. Plus... House up in flames, started by fireworks. Jeffrey sleeps in the back room. Oh, my God. What happened to Jeffrey? Then, the guy who says he was swallowed by a whale. This is it. But is his story true? He says it also happened to him. And here's the proof. Plus, family treasures seized from this Beverly Hills vault. Will they ever get their precious heirlooms back? It's an unreal shocking situation and go jump in a lake every day for a whole year plus j-lo and ben affleck stolen kisses now inside edition with deborah norville Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. You've probably seen the latest video of chaos on a plane when an off-duty flight attendant had to be restrained. It's just the latest incident of a meltdown in the sky and now comes a new theory that part of the problem leading to unruly behavior is a class warfare going on between passengers. Les Trent explains.
It's the latest in an epidemic of terrifying episodes in the sky. An unruly passenger is subdued after running amok. There have been nearly 3,000 air rage cases so far this year, more than in the entire previous 10 years. So what's behind the upsurge? Experts say it's frustration over wearing masks. In many cases, alcohol is involved. But there's a growing belief that class warfare could be one major contributing factor. Air rage is four times more likely to occur when coach passengers had to pass through a first class compartment to get to their seats. They're walking through different classes of service, and as they go back, the seats get smaller and closer together, and the amenities become fewer and fewer. The latest incident involved, of all people, a flight attendant on leave. You can see a head injury apparently sustained in the struggle. 34-year-old Stefan Duncan apparently suffered a mental health breakdown. He was restrained by other passengers after he tried to open a door mid-air on a flight from LAX to Atlanta. Prominent businessman Rashawn Williams, a frequent guest on CNBC, answered the pilot's plea for help. I grabbed him by the shoulders, pulled him to the ground, pulled his hood over his head, and then I just restrained him on the ground. So the videos you see, you see a guy with a blue uh, hoodie on, that's me. I'm holding him down the entire time. I need everyone to take their seats right now, but the exception right here. We can't get forward with restraints if everybody's in the aisle. This was the suspect minutes before he freaked out, wearing a wacky combination of helmet and baseball hat. Police say he passed a bizarre note to a flight attendant saying, alert Delta manager, terrorist on board. He slid them a letter and said that I was making terroristic threats. Duncan is being held in a county jail in Oklahoma, where the plane made an emergency landing. Delta thanked everyone who assisted in detaining that passenger. It was an idea one high school came up with to have a safe prom in the age of COVID, but it has some parents up in arms. Unvaccinated students were singled out with a marking on their hand written with a black Sharpie. As Jim Murray reports, it reminds some of being branded like the scarlet letter. We've seen how prom night in the age of COVID looks a lot different this year. But at this prom in New Hampshire, there is outrage over how unvaccinated students were singled out and branded with a Sharpie. Teachers used a black Sharpie to mark the hands with the letter U on students who were unvaccinated and used a red Sharpie with the letter V for those who were vaccinated. Adding to the fury, students were told to hold up their hands every three songs to identify who was vaccinated and who wasn't. I was receiving... Um, really angry messages from parents um, who just couldn't believe what had happened. The school defended its decision, stating, we needed to have a contact tracing system in place. Students who were unable to provide a vaccination card had a mark written on their hand. This is what it feels like to be 100%. Meantime, an elated Bill Murray welcomes back Chicago Cubs fans to Wrigley Field at 100% capacity for the first time since the pandemic started. Take me out to the ball game. Tens of thousands sang the iconic baseball tune. Oh, that is awesome. And check out this epic beer snake by Cubs fans. Nothing says celebrating the return to full capacity than lining up 100 feet worth of beer cups. Today, despite all this good news, 
300 people are still dying from COVID every day in the USA, and a grim milestone is at hand. More than 600,000 COVID-related deaths. Infectious disease specialist, Dr. William Schaffner. Frankly, I'm just a little concerned because this Delta variant is very contagious and it causes more severe disease. Now, fortunately, the vaccine will prevent it. But there's still resistance to the vaccine among healthcare workers. These nurses in Houston are refusing to get vaccinated, even though they've been warned they could be fired. There's definitely not been enough research done yet. I don't want to get this vaccine because I do not believe it has been through the proper trials. I believe, as with the other ladies, there's just not enough research done. President Biden had these words at the NATO summit in Brussels. If you've not been vaccinated, get vaccinated. Get vaccinated as soon as possible. According to new analysis by the Washington Post, states with higher vaccination rates have seen markedly fewer infections with COVID-19. And as COVID restrictions loosen, crime continues to grow across the country. There have been 272 mass shootings so far this year, up 40 percent from last year. And nowhere is safe from rising tensions, not even parks. Areas that used to provide an oasis in cities are now places of unrest. Here's Amber Cogliano. These were the crazy crowds in New York's world-famous Washington Square Park as COVID fears recede. It's total chaos. Can you believe motor scooters? People who live in what was once one of the most upscale neighborhoods in Manhattan say they're being driven to distraction by all the parties and noise. They're having raves. They're exploding fireworks. They're riding ATVs and motorcycles. Today, evidence of yet another wild weekend was everywhere as crews work to remove graffiti on the famous arch. It's not just partying. This weekend, there was an assault, a stabbing, and a fight in the park. Last week, 23 people were arrested and eight officers were attacked after a mob resisted a 10 p.m. curfew imposed by the city to clamp down on the chaos. Washington Square Park is now closed. The 10 p.m. curfew was resisted resisted with violent clashes. We've had some particular issues for a limited period of time in Washington Square Park, and there's been an effort to figure out the right approach. It's not just Washington Square. At Central Park in Manhattan, a woman texting a friend had her cell phone snatched right out of her hand. You can see a brave witness try to trip the mugger as he races away. Across the USA, it was another weekend of violence and gunplay. In total, nine mass shootings, 10 people were killed, and 50 were injured. And there are worries. There could be lots of illegal fireworks going off this July 4th as people celebrate the pandemic winding down. And hopefully scenes like this can be avoided. A house going up in flames. As Jim Murray reports, neighbors knew right away fireworks were to blame. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Absolute terror as a family home goes up in flames. A distraught neighbor took this video as she watched helplessly from the street. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! She desperately tries to warn first responders that someone might be inside. Please make sure Jeffrey is out. He sleeps in the back. Jeffrey sleeps in the back room. Oh, my God! And this is Jeffrey, 
Luckily, he was running errands when the fire broke out. Your neighbor was terrified. We hear her screaming. She's screaming about you. She thought you were in there, didn't she? Jeffrey was overcome with emotion during our interview. I have nothing. I lost everything. The house is a total loss. Homeowner Mark Tracy says the house has been in his family for 67 years. How do you replace these memories that your grandparents had established? That's gone. So how did the devastating blaze start? Fireworks! It was fireworks! Investigators say it started when two youngsters set off illegal fireworks in these bushes. With the 4th of July just three weeks away, firefighters across the USA hope to avoid a repeat of last year when pandemic-weary citizens set off chaos in the streets with illegal fireworks. Last year, when most professional fireworks shows were canceled, there was a huge bump in fireworks sales, as much as a two to three hundred percent increase from the previous year. Well, you may have heard about the guy who claims to have been swallowed by a whale, just like the story of Jonah in the Bible. While his story is being met with some skepticism, it has happened before, and there are photos to prove it. Did it really happen? Questions are being raised about the real-life Jonah, the guy who claims he was swallowed by a whale. I just was in there struggling, banging. Michael Packard was lobster diving in Cape Cod on Friday when he says the humpback whale sucked him right into his mouth before spitting him out after 30 seconds. He was just going along, and I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whale of a tail sounds fishy, goes this headline. You would expect more serious injuries, one Cape Cod doctor was quoted as saying. He had no soft tissue damage and no broken bones. But this 54-year-old scuba diver says he totally believes the story. I believe it uh, fully. It, it is possible. Why? Because Reiner Schimpf had an almost identical experience back two years ago and has the photos to prove it. That's his body sticking out of the mouth of a whale who'd swallowed him off the coast of South Africa when he was filming footage of the sardine run. Without the picture, it's very difficult to prove that you've actually been inside. Whale swallowing humans is exceedingly rare. The odds it will happen are one in a trillion, according to one expert. He wasn't harmed, I wasn't harmed, and uh, it was like a happy end. Experts say whales usually don't bother with humans because they prefer to eat small aquatic animals, not people. After a four-month delay due to the pandemic, the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show was held this weekend with a Pekingese named Wasabi, winning Best in Show. He's the big winner at the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Wasabi is the best in show winner. Wasabi, the Pekingese, took home the coveted crown. The three-year-old furball has everyone talking. Is that a dog or an Ewok? <laughs> Wasabi is such a poofball, I didn't even know there was a dog under that. And here he is, Wasabi himself. He says, I'm a winner every day. Wasabi and his breeder, David Fitzpatrick, have big plans to celebrate. He'll get a lot of special treats when he goes home, and I have, uh, I have two bottles of Cristal I've been saving for a special occasion. There was lots of competition. Bourbon the Whippet came in second place. Other finalists included Matthew the French Bulldog and Jade the German Short-Haired Pointer. But it's Wasabi who has real reason to wag his tail. The one and only best in show. Wasabi is the best in show winner. And with that flowing mane, he deserves it. We'll be right back. Next. 
family treasures. Seized from this Beverly Hills vault, will they ever get their precious heirlooms back? It's an unreal, shocking situation. And go jump in a lake every day for a whole year. Plus, J-Lo and Ben Affleck, stolen kisses. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. If you have any doubt, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are back together. Take a look at this. Love is in the air. J-Lo and Ben Affleck were photographed packing on the PDA at dinner in Malibu on Sunday with family and friends. J-Lo lovingly caressed her boyfriend's face as they gazed into each other's eyes, then went in for a hot, steamy kiss. Ben whispered sweet nothings in her ear. Proof positive, this sure looks like the real deal. JLo's mom is said to be thrilled because she reportedly always thought Ben was right for her daughter. And these people are on a mission, taking on the FBI, who they say confiscated their valuables and heirlooms after raiding safety deposit boxes in Beverly Hills. Everyone knows the safest place to keep valuables is in a safe deposit box, right? These folks thought their possessions were 100% secure at the U.S. private vaults in Beverly Hills. We found this place. We went and visited and talked to the people who were there. My husband did some research on where to find a storage for this type of thing. We have uh, silver coins. The ad promised high-tech security. Identified. As well as a no-questions-asked policy. Allowing your identity to remain completely anonymous. They do have good reviews. They're in a nice location. But then came a major shock. The facility was raided by the FBI, reportedly looking for drug cartel money. But nothing prepared them for what happened next. The government opened every safe deposit box and seized more than $86 million in property from everyone. That means from alleged criminals hiding their ill-gotten gains to regular folks who just wanted a safe place to store their valuables. Are they making you feel like you're the criminal? Yes, my gosh, yes. For Jenny Pearsons, her silver coins were an important part of her retirement plan. If they can do this, what is it that they can't do? Joseph Ruiz says the government took $57,000 he got from a legal settlement. He walked in on the raid in progress. I am being treated like a criminal right now. Um, they stole my stuff. When I was there, they asked if I was part of the cartel. Jennifer and Paul Snitko say their family treasures, like a grandfather's gold watch and inherited gold bracelets, were in their safe deposit box. I felt powerless. I felt depressed that my own government did this to me. The owners of the gold watch and bracelets were able to get the items back after showing the FBI proof they were theirs. Not always an easy task when dealing with cash and family heirlooms. When we come back, why this guy is jumping into Lake Michigan every single day of the year. You've heard the expression, go jump in a lake. Well, this guy took it literally. Talk about taking the plunge. This guy has jumped into Lake Michigan every single day for an entire year. 53-year-old Dan O'Connor started the ritual last June near his home in Chicago, quickly earning himself the nickname, the Great Lake Jumper. Dan, why did you start doing this? It was the early days of the pandemic and, uh, you know, it was such a dark time. I got on my bike and rode down to the lakefront and jumped in the lake and it just felt so good. I kept doing it 
you know, the next day, and then next thing I knew, it was 50 days. Often with musicians serenading him, Dan would backflip, front flip, jump, and dive into the sometimes choppy, iconic lake. I was able to find some, some moments of zen down there. Not even the brutal Chicago winter could stop Dan. Here he is shoveling snow and hammering away at the frozen lake just so he could keep up with his mission. Dan, some people would call you crazy. It doesn't bother me. And I think if I had thin skin, I wouldn't have been jumping in the lake in January and February. After 364 consecutive plunges, this weekend, cheered on by hundreds of onlookers, Dan climbed a ladder and took his final, most epic dive. what he started. After his final jump, his supporters joined him for one massive group dive in the lake. Great job. Dan was jumping to raise money for Chicago music venues closed during the pandemic. And up next, a little girl's pomp and circumstance. Look who's graduating. This little girl from Seattle just graduated from pre-kindergarten and she's doing it in style even though she's the only one there. She enlists little brother to serve as principal and hand her her diploma. <laughs> Finally, some well-deserved cheers. Just too cute. See you tomorrow. So you're always on the go. Now you can take the CBS Mornings with you. And we want to go wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You don't strike me as a man to give up easily. No, sir, I'm not. Over 80 million viewers have made Tracker America's number one TV show. Please find my husband. I'll do whatever I can. Someone's missing. This is the guy you want looking for. Found her. I got your location. I'm Coulter Shaw. I'm here to take you home. The CBS original, Tracker, now streaming on Paramount+.